0: once more to podcast in the woods as always I am your host Boomer and joining me as always is my amazing and wonderful intelligent co-host Gabby how are you doing this evening Gabby? You're just saying that to
1: make up for trying to teach me this damn microphone.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, hey, we are upgrading here. Thank you to uh, all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, you have just bought uh, Gabby a new microphone. I told you, like every single, every single thing that you uh, donate into our podcast goes right into the damn podcast.
1: I'm not good with technology at all, so this is like too much, too much. Thanks, patrons.
0: Exactly, and thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. And uh, like I said, yeah, we were trying to be professional. We were, and we we're gonna get there one of these days. Someday. <laughs> Someday. Maybe we if we stop drinking. Uh,
1: Not gonna happen.
0: No, that's never gonna happen. But sorry, I, everyone. You know, that, that's why they're here. That's why they're here in the first place. So yeah, you're, uh none none of your uh, none of your Patreon goes to our alcoholic tendencies, but. <laughs> It does fuel our podcast. (laughs) Uh,
1: That comes out of our own pockets because we're considerate.
0: Yeah, we are very considerate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we fuel- Consummate professionals. Fuel our own podcast with our (laughs) our own money. Yeah, we are are fucking something anyway. (laughs) Uh, We are fucking something. we are fucking something. Here we go, son of bitch. One of these days. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, we have an episode.
1: <laughs> hey, Dracula, welcome.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, I was so fucking. you know when I, I keep saying I'm like I'm so excited like this week, but when am I when am I ever not fucking excited? Um, but here we go. So we have Dracula Titans episode four. And uh, that is the Dungeons and Dragons episode. Um, what did you think? Like, were you excited when you heard what the theme of this episode was going to be? Because now, when I first heard it, no, I, was like, no. <laughs> I don't I know was, what uh, this is, I wouldn't either. I don't know, and I'm not the biggest fantasy fan as well. So no, I, I, I wasn't like super excited like I was last week when it's sci-fi horror. Um, because man, that's that's right in my wheelhouse and I, I absolutely dig that stuff. So I'm I'm with you, but we did get an amazing drama field episode like we always do in in Dracula. And mm, I have I, to disagree I told you, just like, a little bit because we had the Okay, go ahead. What, what what what
1: undeniable privilege of not having to hear about the fucking love triangle this week. Not one word was spoken about it. So there was some drama, but it was like actual good drama. It wasn't manufactured drama about people that we don't fucking care about.
0: Right. And that's that's what we've been waiting for, right? For yeah. two episodes yeah. we've been waiting for this this stuff to to pass and so yeah but what uh, I'm saying is all of the drama
1: this season has been manufactured over Hoso and Abora and uh fuck it's Astrid Astrid, yeah and I and I don't care and I haven't cared and I won't care and nobody cares and so I'm really really glad for the drama that was tonight the drama tonight was actually real drama
0: I mean no no spoilers like we got the answer last week but what did you think about Abora coming back versus Kendra Onyx um and they were the the uh, the two on the bottom last week and it was funny because we had this discussion at the end of this episode as we're watching together and you kept saying Abora and I'm like and and for whatever reason Yavsko was stuck in my head and I'm like no
1: (laughs) that was really Um, confusing we got into an actual argument I had to clap at you I had to clap yeah. at you. Ugh. Yeah. What did, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Yavska's gone. She's been gone I don't know. by.
0: Yeah, Yavska's yeah, y- been gone. Uh, what did you think about, though, Abora coming back over Kendra Onyx? Did you think that was deserved or did you think Kendra should have come back this week?
1: That is a loaded question because I don't believe that Abora deserves to be there at all um based on her look last week and her performance grandmother bitch I don't care I didn't love anything about Kendra's performance last week but the problem with Kendra is sometimes her looks and sometimes her performance they miss the mark so bad but Kendra's Kendra who doesn't want Kendra there so that's hard it's hard to to kind of reconcile the fact that like, I don't love what you're doing and what you're doing is wrong for what you're there for. However, you're amazing. And you bring the witty comments and you bring, she brings drama plus drama ending. I mean, she brings so much to the table that it, it just, it made me so sad to see Kendra go. She's so amazing Kendra, I miss you. Justice for Kendra.
0: I was actually happy to have Abora back, but I mean, you know, I have that soft spot for Abora. And I think Abora is super talented, but I understand your sentiment when it comes to Kendra, because Kendra is maybe, she, she may be the strongest performer in this cast. Her yeah. performances were absolutely incredible. Every single week, she fucking brought that shit, um, regardless of you know what her look was. Um, you know her her talent on stage. Like uh, you know, I mean this this show aside, one day like a, a bucket list has to be to see Kendra in action, like on stage in her element, because it's it's fucking phenomenal. How how awesome would that be?
1: Are you kidding me? Oh my god. I can't even imagine, but I want to imagine. It'd be amazing. Amazing. Yeah.
0: I yeah. mean, yeah, she's, she's incredible, but we, you know, we get, we get a bore back. And like I said, uh, I think, honestly, I think that a bore can get, that she can go far in this competition. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes, but um, you but know, see we, how many we different get, fucking uh, pointy
1: things she can paste to her face.
0: She didn't point it. She didn't do it. She didn't do a, one of no, those t- this week, but tonight looked
1: like a melted pointed thing on her face. <laughs> okay. I can't, I can't with the Bora. I can't, yeah. I can't. Sorry,
0: yeah. We'll get into this. I mean, we'll get into the looks, but first, we'll like we'll get into mm-hmm. uh their discussion to begin with, and so yeah, everybody's. Pretty much after Abora called everybody cunts last week, everybody was like tired of her shit, right? And uh, and so she threatened have- everybody
1: on her way out. Let's not forget that they were mad that she called them cunts, but she was also they were also really upset that she was like, "Wait until I fucking come back. The fuck are
0: you gonna do, Black Eyeshadow Mullet? You're done." So she comes back and everybody has pretty much had enough at this point. And even like Astrid and Hoso, who have been her biggest champions at this point, are like, listen, we're we're done. We need to be done with this fucking drama.
1: I was frustrated by Hoso. You started this Hoso. Everybody talks about Astrid's ego and Abora's ego. Everybody else having like their... Little bit of superiority complex. I'm sorry, but Hoso is the worst. I feel like people don't realize that because she's a little quiet. She's a little to herself and she does bring killer looks every week. But the fact of the matter is, the biggest ego on this season, mark my words, it's going to come back and bite her, is Hoso.
0: Yeah, I mean, she was definitely feeding into it um, a little bit, but I'm glad that they're finally done with this. Like even Eva, who has supported Abora this whole time and been there for and all this stuff was like, listen, this shit needs to needs to fucking end. And like, I'm so happy. And the crazy thing is so and we'll get into the challenge and the teams and all that stuff. um, But let's talk about it right now. But one of the people that came to abora's like aid and was kind of uh supporting her in this was was melissa you, you know you need to get on board and 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 stop worrying about all this other stuff and, and fuck all this other shit and just be you and that's we even had this like this conversation like when we were watching the episode and i was like yes let's let's just do this right um let's just everything let's Put everything fucking else aside and and just let our looks and our performances and all this stuff speak for themselves and get rid of all this other stuff. And that's kind of like what Melissa said to Abora. What did you think about Melissa supporting Abora this week and kind of, you know, them having that heart to heart moment?
1: I thought it was fine. I think that Melissa is such a genuine light that... I'm not shocked that she had that conversation with Abora at all, because I mean, you can say whatever you want about Melissa, her caddy and her gossip and her undercuts and her, you know, whatever she, she doesn't give a fuck because she cares if that makes sense.
0: Right. And yeah, she's and one of the, so like, the most I, real people.
1: She's genuine. She's a very genuine person. She's not putting on, there is nothing being put on for the cameras. There's nothing being put on for the other girls. There's nothing being put on for the Belay brothers. This is Melissa is Melissa and good for her. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of her because I don't think that, because let's be honest, Melissa can say whatever she wants. She does not like a Bora. She doesn't. She is one of the people who genuinely does not like abora But she's not here to like anybody. She's here for a good show. She's here for good competition. And she she did the right thing for herself, not for me. I'd have been like, keep throwing your fits, bitch. Get yourself voted off. I hate you. You know, but that's me if I were on the show, I don't hate Abora. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't like her. But um, I thought, I thought that that was really cool. I do think though, that um Coco, when Abora came in and was like crying, and was like, I'm going to start over. God. And Coco was like, Mm-mm. that was amazing.
0: Coco is everything. Yeah, her expression. Coco
1: has all of the, yes, she's all of the facials. I mean, she is everything. And it was just perfect. Perfect. Her reactions were absolutely spot on. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We were. And Coco like, did
1: not pull uh, Abora aside at all. She was like, nah, fuck off Bora. And she kept it going.
0: Yeah. We- <laughs> she did well we were definitely like team Melissa and team Coco like on this on this podcast I mean they were the I know VIPs as well yeah and I know you're your Team Victoria as well yeah and Victoria you yeah, we love Victoria but but yeah. yeah when it came to that and I even pointed out her expression where you know because they talked about that they talked about how Abora was going to come in and she was going to apologize like she always does. Like she comes and she says some scandalous fucking shit. Yeah, <laughs> she, she does. Uh, you know, comes in a, and apologizes for it. And a Coco was just like, mm. <laughs> like you said. Uh, Coco, she was, exactly. She was Her face was, that. uh-huh. Yeah, knew this was going to
1: happen. Okay, next. Like she knew. And she was just like, mm, I was right because I'm Coco and I'm amazing.
0: Yeah, she knew. Yeah, she- It's a she, cycle. Uh, <laughs> she definitely is every, yeah, every time. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping like, because we are moving forward at this point. And I'm hoping that like that from this from this point that we are moving forward and that Abora is going to get her, her stuff together because it, it did happen in a way this, this episode. So I'm hoping that that is what happens.
1: I have a question. Coco said she predicted exactly what Abora was going to do when she came back into the room. When she predicted it before Abora came back in the room, I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what she's going to do. She does it every fucking time. When she came back into the room and she did the thing that Coco said she was going to do and Coco had her reaction, what was your reaction? Because I feel like as much as I'm not a huge Abora fan, after Coco said that and Abora did exactly what Coco said she was going to do, it dropped Abora down a few more steps on my ladder. Like it knocked her down a few more notches. How did you feel about that? Because you are an Abora fan, you love Abora.
0: I do love Abora and you're right. Like uh, uh, abora's done this. And I even pointed out like this out to you that the Abora that we're getting in these episodes is different than what we're getting in season two. And yes, she's always been super confident the, the abort that we're getting is a little bit different than what we're getting in season two. She's always been super confident. She's always been abrasive. However, like, there is, like, she's never been as much in her head and she's never been, at, like, as antagonistic as she has in this in Dragula Titans. And I, I think that it has to do with all of the. the ridiculousness that's that's gone on. And I'm hoping like that since everybody is cutting her off and saying, listen, we're 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 done with all this shit. Um, you know, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to, you know, feel the things that you feel, but you've got to stop reacting in the way that you are, that she is learning from these things. And, you know, that she's taking the advice from Eva, that she's taking the advice from Melissa in this episode. And then she's going to move forward and i i think that we kind of are getting that in this episode because you know they worked really well as a team in this episode and you no know, and that that's part of the floor show but before we get into the floor show what did you think about the uh the, the tug of war challenge i i was super excited uh about that where they were gonna get <laughs> it was a tug of war challenge into the gore pit What did you think about that one? I was
1: not excited because it's not something that I would ever get excited about. Gross. However, um, I was expecting more from the pit of gore. It just looked like red food coloring in a mud pit. It didn't look like I was expecting entrails and carcasses and, you know, like meat, like, you know i didn't see any of that i just saw kind of reddish mud which is i listen i don't want to step in red mud i don't like stepping in any mud but um i was not nearly as surprised at the results of the fright feet this week as you were i mean you were oh yeah rock solid absolutely sure that coco and eva were on team 2 they were going to win no question about it and it was like mm, um as a small person i can tell you we don't have any muscles but we have quickness <laughs> and we have will and we will fuck a bitch up i kind of knew that they were going to win don't don't ever sleep on the little sprightly little bitches mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, again yeah so we get the teams uh so it's eva coco Hoso, and abora and then astrid victoria melissa and erica on the other team and yeah when i when i heard those teams i'm like well fucking eva and coco are fucking jacked as hell like they, they are they're gonna pull this out and they didn't they ended up losing uh the, this right but i love like the quote from from coco and i i I don't I haven't been writing these these quotes down, but I did write the quote from Coco because it was so funny. She was like, I I don't know what the fuck they're putting in this fucking water, but I'm not going in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they ended up losing. Yeah, you're right. They, they they ended up losing to the to the other team. And so they had the choice to pick between curse and quest and uh, the quest was the easier pick and, and the curse, which we talked about that. That was like kind of crazy where they ended up having to speak backwards. Um, So if, I mean, if it was your choice, would you have picked like the easier one when you got to just act or would you have picked the, uh, the curse where you had to, uh, to maybe like go outside of your comfort zone?
1: Obviously the curse, obviously. Because you already get points for going outside your comfort zone, so you yeah. start yep. a little bit, a little bit higher than you would have had you chosen the traditional script. I think that um, team Erica, mm-hmm. I don't think that they realized what they were doing with that.
0: Yeah, and I'm, because I'm even you know, like, even they, the Boulet brothers
1: about- said these scripts are not created equal and as soon as they said that i was like you got to pick the more difficult one because that's the one that they're going to you you automatically get three points for just doing that oh yeah yeah and they didn't do that you're gonna get and it bit them in the ass but spoilers
0: (laughs) i mean you're right yeah it it bit them in in the ass but I mean, it's not the only reason. Like, it bit them in the ass. Like, they kind of, they didn't do a great job in in this acting. So, uh, but we'll get into um, into the looks. But I I love like when they're when they're um, talking about, you know, the the different ways that that they approach the situation, and and then um, how the acting went, and how their how their like little <laughs> skit went, and, and everybody is just kind of all over the place. And Hoso, Hoso had like the quote of the fucking show. Um, and I know uh, yeah, like, we've been down on Hoso, but Hoso was amazing in this episode. And I love it when she was like, I think I know why theater gays are hated across the universe.
1: Best line <laughs> in history. I wrote that down too. Yes. So good. And so true. All oh, theater gays, I love you, but everybody hates you. But I love you. I love a theater person. I love a drama kid. Bring it. However,
0: God, <laughs> you're awful. But I love you. Yeah, they were just like when, like we saw them like preparing for their for their little skit. They were just so so campy. <laughs> so so. Oh, and when Eva was uh, giving the
1: acting lessons, oh my God, Eva, I love you. You're just so cute with your little high school drama class fucking acting exercises and your little pull out your little bottom lip for your addiction. And I mean, I, you're just so fucking cute. God, I love you. You're so hairy. <laughs> She's, so hairy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's
1: so hairy. God, I love
0: she her. Was, Eva's amazing. He's, uh, but let's, so let's get into, actually, before we get into the floor show and the looks, we touched on it last week, and it's the first time we did. But what did you think about the Boulay brothers? And again, we we get this every week. They're like they're the the Boulay brothers reveal, and it's like dun 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 dun. Before know? we before and, we start like,
1: the Boulay brothers reveal, because you know that this is my life. Can we please, for a half of a second, discuss Coco's mother? fucking bodysuit. suit. Yeah. I can't. Oh, I well, cannot. Just... When she we're... turns around and walks out from under that pavilion and she's been wearing that little weird towel loincloth all day and you see that ass I'm a size fucking four, okay? Never in a million. Never in a million would my ass ever look like that. I'm a fucking four. I'm little. I wish I were bigger. I wish I had that ass. <laughs> okay. Coco, I love your ass.
0: We have to talk about that. Yeah, I am not oh, we we do. We do. I'm not I'm not going to spoil my thought on Coco. But you know how <laughs> big of a Coco fan I am. Um, but That's in my like notes actually. Every single Yeah every single week though like we you know we get this introduction and you know it just gets you so fucking hyped for the floor <sighs> show and it always starts with the boules and you know like i said you get that you, you know you get that opening thing it's like da 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 intro dun, music dot 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 and then the silhouette, Dear like before you even you see them. This, please
1: write me my very own entrance music. Gabby needs an entrance theme. And I will play it <laughs> every single fucking week on this show when Booms is like, my amazing, my wonderful, my loud mouth, my talk too much to co-host. And then before I say anything, I'm just going to play my entrance music. And it's going to be amazing. Thank you.
0: (laughs) I need some interest music too. I don't know what it would be, but like, so.
1: Mine would be like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) 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 It would just be like, oh, it would sound like somebody chewing on potato chips.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It might yeah mine too wah wah wall. no <laughs> it'd just be
1: sad it'd just be like sad violin music like well, here's this bitch <laughs> <laughs> okay but anyway let's talk about their look we talked about the music let's talk about the fucking look
0: yes please please let's do, let's do this so I mean, all right. So let me let me set the stage. Let me set the stage, and then I'll let you talk about their looks because I won't even talk about it. I'll just let you talk about it. But let me set the stage. So their looks have been incredible, yeah, absolutely fucking incredible this season. And yeah. th- I mean, they always have amazing looks. Like they they have pictures of them, and it uh, I mean, it's just immaculate. It's wonderful. It's scary. It's sexy. It's insane. But here we go again, and we get, like even from like the very beginning, where you just get that profile of, of uh, them, and there's the smoke and everything And here we go. So you were on yeah, the silhouette's incredible, but here we go. Here you're, you're, you're on. I'll let you l- talk about the look because I know you were I mean, both of us were excited, but uh, you know, what did you, you think know, about the so look this week?
1: Almost there are no words for this look this week. I mean, when that silhouette, because first you hear the music and it's dark and you see just a little bit of like a profile and you see a little bit of an arm and you see a little bit of the bottom and then, and then it just kind of starts to pan out and it's still playing that music. And then when it revealed the silhouette of that fucking headdress and it was like, I mean, my eyes were already falling out of my head. That I was like, what are we going to see? And then it just showed a little bit more and a little bit more, and their face and their close ups and their nails. Every week I live for their nails. I want to see what their nails look like. And every week I want to see what their makeup looks like. And I want to see their hair. And this week there was no hair, it was just this giant, gorgeous, beautiful, beaded headdress. Did they even have hair this week? It doesn't matter. And then they had that lace veil that fell down the back and that black dress. I mean, it gives me, and I, and I said this to you and I have it now. I don't, I think I've told you this before. I physically, I can't, I don't do goosebumps. I don't get goosebumps. I don't know if that's like a weird thing, but like how people get their little goose pimples. I don't get that, but I get the feeling of it. I think is what the feeling of it is. I get the cold chills. Um, I had chills. And I think I would have had goosebumps if I got goosebumps. And I'm getting them right now. Like, just thinking about that look. I mean, it was just, it was so fucking drag, filth, horror, glamour. I mean, it is everything. Every single fucking week, they bring their theme, their description of what Dragula is. They bring that. They are... The OG monsters. I mean, they are perfect. Every single fucking look of theirs is just so fucking amazing. And this week, they knocked it out of the park. And then when you reminded me that they make all of their own looks. So they actually, if listeners, if you watch this episode and you look at the detail in the headdress itself, not even the rest of the outfit, not even the fucking makeup, which every fucking week their makeup is fucking magazine. Perfect. Um, the detail on those headdresses and the fact that if they handmade those headdresses, there was no difference between one to the other. They did both of them by hand and they did both of them to match. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't, I can't, I can't Lay Brothers. We need to talk. I love you.
0: Yeah, it's so just, much. It's just flawless. It's 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 flawless.
1: Everything I mean, about um, them is just amazing. Of,
0: yeah, and it, like it's it's so like to think, you know, and and like I said, yes, I you know. Pointed that out that they do their own looks, they do their own makeup, like every every single time. That it's not you know they're not sitting in a trailer having somebody do this for them. They're they're doing their own things, and the fact that they they fucking just absolutely nail it, and they're just absolutely like gorgeous and spectacular.
1: Anybody every who single saw time,
0: it's my Halloween
1: look on Twitter or Instagram. That was not that great. I would almost go as far as to say it was a little sloppy, but I had been drinking. Um, That took me hours. Hours that day, not counting the hours that I had an actual in-home makeup class. And I watched a shit ton of YouTube tutorials to get my face to look like that. If you see the precision and the detail, the porelessness, the creaselessness, you know these bitches have to be our age or older. No offense, boules, But you don't see their wrinkles, you don't see their lines, you don't see their creases, you don't see their bags, you don't see anything. They are smooth, they are amazing. I can't, anyway. I mean, I can't, I can't, yeah. I, I need to know why. And actually funny enough, this is not a lie. I um, booked, I booked a makeup class today. It's on Wednesday the 30th, we'll see how it goes. I'm not kidding. I want my skin to look like the Belay brothers. I scheduled it while we were on our little watch party.
0: Yeah, Drac and Swan are just phenomenal. Just absolutely phenomenal. But we'll, let's we'll get taking. into the. Uh, the I'm the going to turn my page. Yeah, it's going to make noise, absolutely, okay? Absolutely breathtaking.
1: Okay.
0: That's fine. Yeah, we'll have to edit, edit that out. <laughs> so we'll get into the floor show this week. And... So Abora does the dark elf druid and I know that you're not the the biggest fan of of this look but I thought it was uh, I thought it was really really adequately done. I thought it was really good. I thought her her face is always phenomenal. And we talked about that last week where you weren't the biggest fan of, you know, below um, you know her face but i i thought that her look this week was really really strong what did you what did you think about abora
1: boring dumb i didn't like it i didn't like anything about it i did not like anything about it i did not like that melted ass mud whatever was plastered on the top half of her head i didn't like it it took away it took away even if that had been like maybe in a different color i might have liked it more Probably not. I'm, I'm sick of all of this shit. That's why I didn't like fucking Yavska. Get it off your fucking face. Let me see your face. Stop it. I don't like it. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like anything about Abora's look this week. Nothing. Nothing was redeeming about this look. Yes,
0: at all. So you, And that's fine. I mean, that's, that's fair. I mean, you, you and I will continue to disagree on... Uh, on a board, probably throughout this entire show, uh, and that and, and that's fine. I mean, everybody has their own own you know opinion about this, and that's that's mm, wonderful. Some and of us are right, kind of. Uh, well, I mean, she's safely. <laughs> but what about what about Astrid? Like bo- both you and I were a, like a really big fan of Astrid's look, and I thought. This may be Astrid's strongest look, even though the the Boulets weren't like the biggest fan of this look. And they didn't think it was the most original. I fucking love. How did they not find um, this original? Original to
1: what? I've never seen anything like this on this show. Like original to what? Like a pirate look? I mean, like, no, it was a, it, it was a little conventional when it comes to a pirate look. However, you can have a conventional look hi Kendra and Coco um but you can make it way more and she did her floor show she knocked that shit out of the park She was on a boat in the desert I mean like she did it she did everything about it she looked amazing and you know what maybe conventional isn't that fucking bad when you're trying to be a sexy fucking pirate and I've tried to dress as a sexy fucking pirate before several times. Never looked like that. Not that conventional to me.
0: Yeah, I, and I'm with you. I mean, I, I thought it was, like, fantastic. I thought the it's billows in, in her garment. Yeah, were just gorgeous. I, I loved everything. About Down to Aster's her look. freckles on fact, her face I, were amazing. Yeah. And I, even though, like, their team didn't win... Uh, when i first saw the look i was like she's in she's in contention for you know the top spot which did i thought so happening. too she's safe in this episode yeah yeah okay so one of the ones that we knew probably was going to be in the bottom was erica mm. and Poor erica i I, you know, I know i i said come into this and uh, let me know I, I said to you like while while we're watching this I am going to be sad no matter who gets eliminated in this because I is like a weak competitor and so when I saw Erica come out in what she did and Erica was the gnome rogue and I said, oh, my goodness, I don't think that this is the strongest w- look. And, it, you know, even if it was just like the jewels and stuff like that, which I think were kind of a little bit over the top cartoonish. Um, you know, they weren't cartoonish. They
1: looked like a kid made her pickaxe or whatever it was supposed to be.
0: Yeah. And so it was I, was, I, was, I knew as as soon as she came out, I knew that Erica was going to be in the bottom this week. Um, I mean, you were probably like, you know, the same way in, in alignment with me, like thinking that, yeah, she's going to be in the bottom, but, um, as like an aside, you know, from this point on, did you like, did you, you know, were you feeling the same way I did and we're like,
1: well, here's my thing with Erica. I love her. I think she's genuine. I think she's adorable. I think she's really sweet. But my issue with Erica is that I never remember her look ever. She's just not, nothing about her stands out. And that makes me sad because I would love to see her. And I say that in the context of Dracula, I would love to see her in real life in her element doing what she started doing, what her original passion was. I would love to see that because I think that she would probably really excel. There is something about Erica that is so special that not only did she get on her first season, but she also made it to Titans. I just haven't seen it on Titans at all. And that made me sad because I think that she's just she's just a little koodle bug and I love her and I just want to snug a bug and I want to like have brown like, you know, like do things. I'm going to go shopping with her. I love her. But as far as her competition looks, I mean, she's just not everything that she's done has just been kind of like, mm. except this week, I think that she went from kind of meh to Mm -mm. that's that's where she screwed up she was kind of skating a little bit that she was just so average that she didn't get any attention to be at the top but she also didn't get any attention to be at the bottom they were just like oh yeah there you are again hey but this week was particularly bad
0: and I, I knew it, um, just like you. I, I I knew that she was probably going to end up at the bottom. But let's let's you know go to some highlights. Like the the two strongest looks of this week were Hoso and Coco. Um, Hoso, as always, is like just immaculate. The attention to detail that Hoso has in her looks was fantastic. And Coco, um, I mean, you've already talked about it a little bit, but Coco. Uh, you know, she does this thing where it's just every every look that she has is just so sexual and kind of understated in a way. But, but this week, like she was fantastic, fantastic in in the way that she presented herself um, with uh, like her barbarian. Like the only way that I can describe it is like bar- barbarian queen. I mean, she was barbarian she was porn, queen. And, so both of yeah, both of them fucking fucking killed it. What I mean, you have already talked about host uh, I mean at Coco a little bit. What what did you think about Hoso's lip?
1: Um another question to listeners, please comment. Um Hoso's look is to me different. But the same every week. There is something about Hoso's look every single week that it's like, oh, yeah, that's amazing. You did that before. Everything about her is so originally, unoriginally original. That I'm not impressed by Hoso at all at this point. I am not. I don't think that there's. I think she'll probably win. Because everybody's so fucking like excited for her. And so like blown away by her every week. But at this point, I just feel like, Hoso. Oh, so first of all, you started the drama between you and Astrid and Abora a B you tried to backtrack and be like, Oh no, I don't like that. No, you lie. You loved it. C, you do you originally came on with a look that blew everybody's minds the first time that you ever showed yourself off everybody was like oh my god you're fucking amazing you have ridden that coattail for years and to me with Hoso that just shows so much ego and so much I don't have to keep going I don't have to keep trying I'm going to do the same exact formula that I do every single time and I'm still going to win. Unfortunately for me personally, she still does. It still works. And I don't know why I don't, I'm not impressed by her looks at this point. And part of that might be because I am not impressed by her personality. But I was, I was not blown away at all by Hoso's look. It was just like, oh, yeah. It, at first, it was like, oh, who's that? And then it was like, oh, it's Hoso. Of course, it is. She needs to come out of her box. Her box is great, yeah. but do something different. For me personally, I'm not impressed by her anymore at all.
0: I mean, I could see that. But like, I even said to you that like this challenge was. Personally tailored for Hoso's look. And I mean, it was, it was, it was phenomenal. Like, well, maybe, but I look, don't uh, understand this
1: Dungeons and Dragons and Elves and Rogue, <laughs> Bards. I don't get this. I don't understand it. No offense, Dungeons and Dragons. I would love to learn. It seems interesting.
0: But yeah, Coco was on a, a completely Different level. Um, it, it seemed from everybody else, from the acting perspective, everything like that that she did was just absolutely fucking fire th- this week. And yeah. I was so happy. I was so happy. I was like, okay, this is this is the cocoa I was that I've been I've been waiting for. I've been dying for. This is the cocoa that I, I I've been looking so forward too, because I know that she can do this shit. And I mean, she fucking absolutely killed it. And so we'll get into, you know, the Melissa Black. So Melissa B. Fierce did. I have a I have a comment. I have a further comment about Coco. Okay, go ahead.
1: So there are four tenets of this show, right? Drag, filth, horror, glamour, right? Horror is inherently sexual. There is something very horny about horror, something really like, you know, in, in almost every horror movie, there's some kind of a sexual component, right? Coco is the only fucking contestant that gets that. She brings that sex over and over and over again. She brings the hot. She is white fucking hot. She's fucking fire every fucking week. I think that's a a, a big credit to her. Nobody else seems to pick up on that. Kendra kind of, but it didn't work. But Coco gets it. She gets that like part of the horror, part of the filth and part of the glamour is the set, and actually the drag, she gets all four categories. She say hits every single fucking one of them consistently. She's amazing. I can't get enough of Coco. I want Coco to move in as my roommate. Hey girl.
0: <laughs> she's, she's amazing. Um, and so maybe you know the person that we were looking to as you know the favorite in this show and that's that's Victoria Black and this week was not her strongest week and so you know we've already talked about how Eric is in the bottom so the only per- the the other person in the bottom is is Victoria and i you know it's it's her her looks are always great and i thought her look this week was stunning Again, I thought her look was was really, really good. But what really let her down was her performance in, in this week. And that's what let her down, you know, previously. So what did you think about, you know, her look? And then, of course, you know, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about her performance because she kind of shit the bed, you know, when it, when it came to performance. She didn't do it. Her performance job, was so boring. What are you going to say
1: what about it? it? She week. moved. I mean, who cares? Um, you know we talked about this more than once while we were watching that when Melissa was outside, I thought for sure it was going to be Melissa and Erica in the bottom two. And then Victoria, I mean, she came out and she was just, and you use the correct word. She was stunning. Her look was everything. However, I kind of see where they're coming from. Where are you going to go with a look like that? Like, I can't be mad at her performance because I can't imagine a different performance. It was a good look. It was a bad performance look. Um. I was sad to see her fall into the bottom two. I was not shocked. I also knew that she wasn't going to go home.
0: I mean, we've kind of spoiled it already. The bottom two this week of uh, uh, you know we we touched on it already, no spoilers, but was uh Victoria and Erica. and you know, for you and me there were, there were probably you know no drama when it when it came to this like i I fully expected that Erica was going home this week and i'm I, I know that you were on board, and it was uh it was probably justified. Yeah. This was probably the easiest elimination that we've had so far, right?
1: Unfortunately, yes. Erica just didn't bring it. There was nothing. Her her makeup screamed.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, and I I, I knew it was coming as well. I mean, it was it was hard to say bye to Erica, but she gets eliminated this week, and so we are we are down one more in the Dracula Titans competition. Yeah, I was super excited uh, this week because Coco finally fucking gets a win in this in this uh, series. She should have gotten year. an
1: individual win, though. Yeah. She should have won over everybody. I mean, definitely. Sorry, Hoso, I don't care. Coco fucking killed it.
0: It was absolutely incredible like her look her performance everything was fucking just amazing just absolutely amazing and yes she absolutely deserved that and then yeah we get you know the sadness with erica losing this week like we talked about but i wasn't sad we have I was super sad.
1: <laughs> I know you love Erica. But, Good on you. She's a great person.
0: But we have some ridiculous competitors coming back for next week. And I cannot wait to see what is in store. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm fucking dying. We have covered Dracula, episode four, Dungeons and Dragons. Thank you so much once again for tuning in. That is it for us tonight. Say good night, Gabby. Good
1: night, everyone.